You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. And he's the alternative medicine practice, uh, practitioner, our very own uh, Dr. Yusuf Malin. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And tell me, how are you doing this fine, uh, beautiful evening? Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah, bikulahala. It is a prahtakha aunt yani kaap. It's a beautiful evening and we say shukr for Allah for all the beauties, the bounties and uh, all the favors Allah bless us with each and every day. Alhamdulillah, Uncle Shafat, how's it your side? Well, uh, something in common we had, uh, we had the spring tide coming through and these massive waves, uh, six to eight meters high, sometimes nine meters. And, uh, you know, they broke the shorelines at some restaurants where people were eating. They got a shock of their lives. And as the waters rushed in, uh, the superlatives are that they used. Uh, I mean, I can't use on a family radio station, but, you know, this shows the level of the iman. Uh, when the angel of death will come, these are the words they will use. But in the house of Islam, alhamdulillah, we are, you know, hopefully most of us are on the straight and narrow so when we see these phenomena we will use other words we say Allahu Akbar Subhanallah or we may just read the Kalima Ashadu Allah ilaha illallah Ashadu Anna Muhammadun Muhammadun Rasulullah that's you know when the angel of death coming but how was it your end I mean my end I live uh, two minutes away from the Indian Ocean I saw the uh, waves are breaking the shorelines uh, but uh, it didn't panic uh, that much because I said this is a phenomena that comes uh, you know once a year and that, that uh, we should be aware don't go to the seashores and the shorelines or stand on the rock and daring the ocean, you shouldn't be doing that. How is your end, uh, Yusuf? Subhanallah, um, well, we in the middle, we're on the Cape Flat, so uh, we're about like, 10, 15 minutes away from the, the ocean. So we never, I never knew there was something uh, until when I checked the news reports, and uh, then I realized, but okay, uh, what's happening? And then I started following it further, and uh, people are saying, this happened in Gordon's Bay, but I, when I looked at the videos, I said, but this is in Gordon's Bay, this don't look close to Gordon's Bay. Uh, there was only one video that was in Gordon's Bay, and uh, the rest weren't. So I looked at all the videos and think, no, 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 man, some, something's wrong over here. So I looked in further in into it and I saw, no, it's Harold's Bay. Then I tried to rectify the individual and said, look here, this is in Harold's Bay. Uh, even though um, they're putting the, on the uh, the videos, it is Gordon's Bay, but uh, you can look at the geographic, the location, everything, it shows Harold's Bay. So um, uh, uh, later, uh, uh, it was literally, say, uh, four hours later, Craig uh, um, Lebanon came on from the NSRI, he then uh, informed us that uh, it was a, um, a, 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 how can I say, a high tide that hit the whole southbound. So it's not to say it was only in one location, it was multiple locations throughout uh, uh, the, 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 the West Coast. So um, it was uh, uh, something very interesting, amazing. Uh, it's a phenomenon that uh, that hasn't happened for uh, many, many years. Um, if it were, if it's a high tide that only happens in uh, uh, one location, then it's then that's normal. That's every day. But uh, uh, yeah, you have something that hit the whole southbound. So um, uh, it was very interesting. And uh, these are signs of climate change, and uh, these are things that uh, we need to take notice of and saying, okay, if uh, the um, the oceans are uh, increasing, and we're having a, a high tide of phenomenon that will be our our normal. Uh, we're flooding, and that will be become a norm. Uh, then it's something that uh, we that stay on the coastline need to be more careful for. What's your thoughts, Uncle Shafat? 
No, absolutely. And, you know, I'm uh, quite used to this uh, phenomena. And uh, when I see these, uh, we do uh, from time to time, we had a uh, heavy floodings at my area, you know, more at the bottom. And, uh, you know, fortunately, I'm living right on the tabletop, right on top, like the table mountain here. And I look down, I can see the waters coming through. But, you know, uh, whatever the eventuality, I mean, we look, uh, uh, you know, we, we, we have to look forward to meeting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, but we hope and pray that Allah makes it easy for everyone. But as Amen. you say, you know, as you say, this is all part of life, and kulluha, uh, we Muslims are ready for that. And uh, let's get ready for our topic this uh, evening, Yusuf. You know, we're talking about uh, migraines, a tooth and earache. But let's start off with uh, migraines. You know, uh, perhaps uh, people say, get to the root of the matter. And some will say, oh, no, it's hereditary, it's in the family. Or maybe it comes from the gut. He's got his dirty gut feeling, yeah, <laughs> or the gut is not clean. And uh, many other things, or maybe he's got a chronic illness and it gets a, a migraine so often. Or maybe it's a psychological thing. But, uh, Yusuf, uh, let's start off with the topic of migraines. And, you know, especially the field you in, you being an alternative uh, medicine a practitioner and herbalist uh, what are your thoughts on uh, let's start off with migraines uh, Yusuf okay Uncle Shafant uh, we put you like this migraine headaches are sometimes preceded by warning symptoms but before we even go into that we must understand that headaches are varying intensity so uh, we have headaches that uh, uh, depending on location front back middle um, and also the longevity of the um, uh, the, the, the headache uh, so then we can actually see what is it accompany also with does it accompany with nauseousness sensitivity to light and sound um, the, then we then we classify it as migraine. So migraine headaches are sometimes preceded by symptoms. Uh, triggers include hormonal changes, um, certain foods, drinks, stress, exercise. These can influence a migraine. Migraine headaches can also cause throbbing in one particular area that has very uh, intense, uh, with high intensity, and that nauseous, uh, nauseousness and sensitivity to light and sound are also common symptoms. So uh, if a person has a migraine, no, I don't. Uh switch the sound off, uh, close the windows, uh, close the curtain, sorry. Um, we don't want to hear the sound outside. We don't want to see the uh, see sunlight. We don't want to see anything. We want to be incubated because um, uh, uh, every sound is affecting me. So uh, what what is very important, uh, pain relief. Um, some people like medication and they prefer medication, um, uh, but there's alternatives there. You don't have to look at just medication because now, there's uh, certain uh, um, methods and uh, ways you can help and assist with migraines. But migraines can become very intense and can even cause, um, uh, uh, if not treated, uh, it can even cause death. So um, from stroke to death, these are all signs that um, now through my study, I've uh, actually seen that uh, people that are uh, suffering from migraines uh, have a low oxygenation to the brain. So um, either they have high cholesterol or they have a problem with, um, uh, which is arteriosclerosis with a blood flow to the brain. Because you must understand, the brain is the, uh, is the powerhouse of the body. Uh, it's the main computer of the body. It is uh, consumes the most um, uh, from the powerhouse. Sorry, I, I actually made a mistake. It's not the powerhouse. It is actually the one that consumes the most from the powerhouse. The powerhouse is our in our core, our chakra. That's where the the blood supply, the marrow, everything, everything is there. So, um, but the brain consumes the most, and because it consumes the most, um, if there is a dip 
in uh, uh, blood flow, uh, oxygenation. Uh, so if you're having a problem with the arteriosclerosis or uh, the narrowing of the venous cava to the brain, um, if those uh, uh, veins and arteries are compromised, you do have high risk of migraines, headaches because of oxygenation. Now the body's telling you that I'm not getting enough, I need more. So generally what people usually do is either compress um, uh, heating, uh, either compressed pad or heating or cold uh, compression, they put it on the head. Um, I would recommend heat on the uh, nape of the neck because that improves blood flow to the brain. Uh, you will see then uh, automatically um, ease in that uh, heaviness, that uh, throbbing sensation, that uh, sensation that you can't get over. So um, the, when when that's affected, uh, literally you can become a monster. So um, it is uh, recommended uh, that uh, people not around uh, be uh, insensitive to to the person because at that moment in time it is very difficult uh, uh, with migraines. So what is very important, a dark room, um, like I said, they close the curtains, so a dark and quiet room is very important, but also increasing magnesium to the to, uh, uh, vitamins, that's also very important, and they need to sleep well. Um, exercise, uh, mild exercise, slow exercise. So the, that slow exercise is usually regarded as yoga, but uh, I would recommend slow exercise. And the best exercise is salah. So subhanAllah, uh, looking at uh, in that moment in time, going to that quiet corner and go on, to, uh, put your head on the musallah and ask Allah for relief. Inshallah, Allah will grant you that. Inshallah, Amin. Uncle Shafak? I mean, uh, you know, well said there, as you said, the people like to, uh, you know, give me my me time. I'm not feeling well. I got a migraine. I got a migraine. You know, just leave me alone. And I want to be alone. Just leave me alone. You know, you know that story, uh, Yusuf. But, you know, they say around half of the people who experience uh, migraines or migraines have a close relative with the condition. Uh, Yusuf, this may suggest uh, that uh, genes uh, play a vital role or it could be, you know, hereditary and so forth. Um, yeah, Uncle Shafak, the thing is, uh, when you talk about uh, headaches, and like I'm saying that when you have a, um, a, a narrow blood flow, and that's also to do with genetics. So uh, 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 you must understand that we carry the blood of our our forefathers. So our, our father, that's uh, that's where our blood comes from. So if you're looking at the, the type of genes, uh, it's generally what he went through, what he goes through, uh, a, uh, we will automatically because we are his kin. Now, um, that's the genetics of the, uh, the understanding. But there's a lot of factors because the mother could be neutralizing many of his uh, uh, symptoms. So then don't ex- uh, you're not affected the same as, uh, as he because um, your mother, you have often of your genes from um, uh, you automatically rectified the imbalances he had and all your mother have so it all depends but now looking at the uh, when you're looking at the blood, the blood is the most important, uh, I call it the most important organ because the, uh, without blood, um, uh, uh, the person's dead. There's no circulation. Without blood, there's no nutrition to the body. So that uh, organ needs to be maintained well and needs to be cleansed, needs to be cleaned. It needs to be uh, detoxed uh, every three to six months um, to ensure that there's no uh, toxicity in the blood. Uh, vascular toxicity can cause a lot of conditions. Uh, including migraines. 
But now when you say genetics do play a role, big role in migrant, yes, this means that often uh, inherited in families uh, is estimated that 60% of the reason people get migraines because of the genes. Uh, these genes make people more sensitive to changes in the environment. And that is what, uh, uh, what has been recorded by scientific study. And uh, so, yes, it does have effect with genes, migraines. It does have effect. So it all depends, again, what type of ailments your, your parents had. Um, uh, if it's up to cancer, if it had a, uh, if they had uh, severe cholesterol issues, and that's all to do again. Uh, remember, we spoke some time ago about lifestyle and uh, lifestyle changes. If we adopt the same lifestyle as our parents, then we will have uh, their condition at half their age. So that's if we maintain the same uh, lifestyle that our parents had. For example, eating all the wrong foods, having to all the wrong, uh, too much oils, too much processed foods and meats and that. Then uh, automatically we will get their symptoms and their condition at half. Uh, uh, their age. So if they had it, uh, it became pronounced at 60, it will, we will already be pronouncing it at 30. So that's the scary part. And then if we maintain the same lifestyle and share that lifestyle with our children, then they will be half our age. So that's, that's, uh, that's genetics. And if you understand that and look at, okay, what changes do I have to make? What do I need to do? And that is important because um, as individuals, we need to understand that uh, lifestyle change is very important in order to improve quality of life. And we need to improve quality of life in order to have a good life. It's not to say you're increasing longevity. Allah is in charge of that. But quality of life is important because quality of life de determines the, um, how can I say, uh, your activity, your reaction, your abilities throughout your life. Now, if you're going to have a bad lifestyle, then automatically you are impeding the, the body's basic uh, activities. You are creating deficiencies, creating disorders in your system. And that's why it's very important to have a good lifestyle. And that, uh, uh, I, as I put it and start from the beginning, that it affects the brain because the brain is the highest consumer of energy in the body. You know, Yusuf, uh, the problem is a person knows, you know, he suffers from a migraine and it's coming on and it's going to come on and then he's preparing himself and some tie a scarf around the head or some put Vicks and tie it tighter and tighter. Uh, but, uh, you know, generally, how long does this pain last, uh, Yusuf? Well, um, uh, I mean, put it like this, migraines can be, um, can last for like a few minutes. You have uh, mild migraines and then you have those heavy ones. The heavy ones could last you about up to eight hours. And um, you, some people get up the next morning with the same headache, same pains, uh, uh, maybe a little bit milder, but it's still there. So um, it can last. Uh, it all depends on uh, how bad the blood flow is, um, how bad the circulation is in uh, in the brain. So it's all, all, all to do that. You must understand, our body is made out of uh, different tissues. You have your epithelial tissues, your connective tissues, and your nervous tissues. Now, your nervous tissues is a tissue that is actually the one that uh, is registering uh, the indifference, uh, registering the, there's a problem. Now, the nervous tissue is the one that gets affected after the connective tissue. Now, when you go to your brain, you find there's a lot of uh, epithelial and connective tissues that uh, that's, uh, fills up the brain. And then you have multitude of layers of the nervous tissue. And so therefore, when uh, there is a lack of nutrition 
So these are being uh, supplied to these tissues, you start having heavy headaches and pains. So what's important is nutrition. Nutrition is very important. For example, um, your body needs glucose. So uh, your body, uh, 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 how can I say, lives on glucose. That is currency. So not artificial glucose. That's the problem. People seem to tie themselves with artificial glucose and are looking for the organic glucose. Now, the organic glucose is found in our food and you find in honey. But yeah, I would recommend food. Now, your vegetables, your legumes, you're getting your, uh, 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 your foods high in vitamins, or high in ions. Those are the foods that you need to consume in order to help and prevent a migraine. So you're looking at, uh, um, uh, because the body, we put it like this, the body burns all the food that we have and turns it into glucose. But it gets more from it. It gets the vitamins, the ions, the minerals, all those other things, they get extra. So now that extra is what the, the brain also uses. It doesn't only arrive on glucose, but glucose is the main currency. So uh, it feeds, the, it gives, uh, uh, energizes the cells and um, energizes the atoms in your body and automatically you also need to looking at the structure of your cells. And that's where you're looking at the formation like the vanadium, the chromium that is necessary. That's that, uh, that lines our, um, our cells and our, uh, the, the in-depthness of our cells. So th therefore, it's very important to look at healthy foods. When you're looking at the wrong food, you have an oversupply of either artificial sugars because you're having too much luxuries, you're having too much chocolates, you're having too much because you feel, okay, if I have a chocolate, then the migraine goes away because of glucose. But the thing is, it is short-lived. It doesn't uh, completely stay away. And then you look at, okay, I switch over from light chocolate to dark chocolate and uh, it's much more healthier. Yes, it is. But the thing is, I would still recommend, look at your food that you are consuming. It needs to be richer for your brain. And that's what you need is brain-rich foods. Yeah, you know, well said there, Yusuf. And, you know, they conducted a recent surveys and it says as many as 80% of the people who get uh, migraines are listed stress as a common trigger. And uh, these people have uh, reported high stress uh, levels, and they say the stress headaches uh, connection may be worse in women than, uh, than in men. And if you have a uh, chronic uh, migraine or migraine headaches on at least uh, 15 days of the month, you're likely to have high stress levels. Now, the stress is definitely a factor and a killer, Yusuf. Most definitely, Uncle Shafat. Yes, uh, there is different uh, different types of stresses as well. You have your emotional stresses, and these are emotional stresses, one of the most common triggers of migraines. So, um, for example, uh, husband and wife dispute, uh, child and mother dispute, ch uh, child, children and parent dispute. But as you said, most rightly, it mostly happens to women. Uh, men deals with stress in a different way because our metabolism is different. Women have a slower metabolism, so they metabolizes the uh, the emotional stresses much more slower. So it affects the brain and affects the areas of the body uh, more severely than with men because men literally, they brush it off. Um, uh, but it, it's not so simple. You have a, a, a genetic uh, migraines that is extremely, extremely, uh, how can I say, uh, 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 um, I'm looking for the right word now, um, but uh, debilitating, that's the right word. Uh, it's, uh, it's extremely debilitating where a person can't do anything. Literally, you like, I have to rest, I have to lay down. I just need to close my eyes and I need to feel better. 
Now, you can also have also what causes migraines is missing a meal. Now, especially if you have a, a balanced diet and you have a good, uh, a good balanced diet, you're not overeating. Like many people, they would skip breakfast and lunch and just have supper. Uh, you have some people that will skip one meal uh, uh, or two meals. Now, skipping a meal and doing that for the whole, uh, I mean, I had the patient that came to me and said, look, yeah, I don't have any problems. I don't have, I only eat once a day and that's at night. And that's, that's all. Uh, and, and that's it. I don't have breakfast. I don't have lunch. I have something in between, which is like water or a cool drink. Uh, but I like my luxuries. I like my sweets and my chocolates. So I see, now that's a wrong diet. But he's doing it for 40 years. So the body's adapted to it. But generally, if you have a balanced diet and you skip a, a meal, um, uh, then you start developing that uh, stresses the way the body is having lack of glucose, lack of energy to the brain, and that uh, triggers the migraines. But now, how surprising is this, Uncle Shafat? In the month of Ramadan, you that usually out of the month of Ramadan, if you skip a meal, you have a migraine. But in the month of Ramadan, you don't have any migraines because uh, that autophage uh, uh, exercise that you're doing is what the body needs. And that is blessed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Shafat? Yeah, that's uh, beautiful indeed. And as you said, uh, the, you know, having a close proximity, both uh, physically and spiritually with the maker, can get rid of most of our illnesses. And uh, Yusuf, you know, thinking aloud here, perhaps, uh, you know, whenever uh, you triggered with a headache or a migraine, and then uh, will you vomit? And, you know, if you're vomiting all the time, you're getting a headache. What is your body telling you then? Like I started off, I said nauseousness, and that's vomiting. Nauseousness, um, uh, that is now the extreme side of migraines. That's when it's very intense. Uh, I did say that you have different levels of uh, migraine, and the, the highest is uh, looking at vomiting and um, uh, uh, inability to even sleep because of the light intensity or uh, that's affecting you. Uh, you, you uh, because, as I said, um, the low glucose to the brain, the low uh, energy that's been supplied to the brain, it's either due to um, a, a weak circulation or a lack of glucose, one of the two. So if you have both, that's when you then develop that nauseousness and uh, vomiting because uh, 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 your body is going into a retardation, into a shock. Now, as it's shocking, and uh, that's when you're throwing up. Now, um, that can also uh, trigger also heart attacks, and that's uh, you need to be very careful because if you are prone to that kind of condition, if you have a weak heart, then you need to be very, very careful, subhanAllah. And th those are the patients that I've also seen to, and alhamdulillah, they are doing much better now, alhamdulillah. No uh, uh, incidents like that because uh, what is important is a good organic detox. And detoxing is very important. Like I said earlier, um, you're looking at three to six months, especially if you have comorbidities. You need to look at cleaning your blood, uh, your blood system and allowing your blood system to flow properly. Uh, that stagnation that you have that's in the brain, that uh, the pooling, that's the throbbing that you're experiencing of the migraine, um, uh, it's pooling because it's not flowing away. So you need to improve circulation to the brain. You need to improve and break down blockages, especially if you have a problem with arteriosclerosis. You need to have a regular 
uh, detox. And detoxing is very important. Now, you get different types of detoxing. I don't recommend uh, the colon detoxing. I recommend the full um, vascular detox. Uh, vascular detox is something completely different and unique. And uh, so, subhanAllah, may Allah guide us and protect us and grant us shifa in that way, inshallah. Amin. I mean, uh, Yusuf, and uh, yes, uh, Noor Masi says, Assalamu alaikum. Uh, I really enjoy Brother Yusuf Mali and uh, Brother Shafat's medical show is mashallah. Also, salams to our Mufti A.K. Hussein. Uh, Masi wants to know, how do you calm a stress headache? Good question from Masi there, Yusuf. Okay, well, Uncle Shafar, like I said, with a, a, a stress headache, you need to put a compression. Um, for example, you would be able to put a, what's the name, uh, hot uh, and cold compression, one uh, cold compression on the forehead and hot compression in the nape of the neck. Uh, well, that does is it, uh, it improves blood flow to the brain and uh, you start uh, in, uh, feel that lightheadedness going away. Um, that's very important to do that um, for the entire uh, uh, duration. Um, uh, also very important uh, is to drink liquids. Um, I would recommend rooibos teas, like for example, rooibos green tea. The green tea is very good for circulation, especially with migraines. Now, there's a combination of teas that I do recommend, even mixing together and blending, and that's what I usually make with my treatment. Is like taking um, a rooibos tea, but you're getting the uh, of a first certain brand, they have three different flavors, which is green tea and mint. Uh, the next one is chamomile and, uh, sorry, green tea and citrus, uh, chamomile and mint. And the next one is uh, cranberry and wild cherry. Now, each one has its extremely good benefits. For example, um, green tea will help with circulation and in, improve uh, immune system, whereas the chamomile and mint will help with neurological conditions. That's with pains, with headaches, with migraines, and it also it will help with the pain. And that's extremely good. Then you have the, uh, the cranberry and wild cherry. That helps, again, with uh, repair. That's with uh, uh, if you either you have uh, blocked, uh, um, for example, gallstones or you have kidney stones. Uh, cranberry and wild cherry is extremely good to help resolve that. So that helps with blockages. So it helps with blockages. It helps with repair. So now if you take all three, at uh, a tea bag of all three, one tea bag each, and you bring it, uh, put it into water, bring it to a boil. As soon as it boils, switch off. So you bring the water. So as soon as this uh, um, water is, uh, uh, I mean, cool down uh, after you've uh, heated it up, for um, you just bring it to a boil, switch off, um, and wait for 30 minutes. Let it cool down. Then the water will turn pitch black. That's the brewing process. And then you uh, boil it the second time. And now you've extracted all the flavonoids and all the the tea ingredients. So it becomes much more stronger, making that water now, I call it banana water, because now it becomes beneficial to the, to the body. So no milk, no sugar. You can maybe add a little bit of honey if you want to, but I don't recommend any sugar with, uh, with the teas. Drinking the tea five times a day, just the teas alone, will help rejuvenate the kidneys, will help rejuvenate the, uh, the circulation, will help with pain, with headaches, with migraines, will help with even with uh, um, anxiety, depression, uh, all these uh, stress uh, connectors and triggers that can cause uh, migraines. So just drinking the teas alone, that's besides eating correctly, lifestyle change, uh, eating more um, uh, wholesome foods, 
uh, correct foods, healthy foods, uh, then or just that combination, subhanAllah, you will see that uh, that uh, regular headaches that you are complaining about, the regular stress, emotional migraines that you are suffering from, you'll see them disappearing, inshallah. I mean. But you need to have a good balanced diet, and that is very important. Uncle Shafak? You know, Yusuf, uh, you spoke about honey there, you know, okay, sweeten it with honey and, uh, you know, I'm always uh, interested in this. What about, uh, you know, can honey or maybe the wrong type of honey cause a toothache or something like that? Because uh, I had a friend the other day while she was talking to me and he said, you know, Shaf, the other day, you know, I'm trying to do away with sugar, but I put uh, two teaspoons of honey and I've got a tooth problem and uh, the honey exacerbated it. Can honey do that, uh, uh, Yusuf? Because I I really thought uh, honey, you know, is just uh, a natural cure and even for your gums, it'll it'll cure it. It won't exacerbate it. Uh, What's your thoughts? Well, Uncle Shafat, you get different types of toothaches, right, Uncle Shafat? You can either be because of tooth decay. Now, with tooth decay is when your tooth is actually um, breaking down. Um, so what happens, your nerves are exposed. So when you add sugar and put sugar into that, ner- that nerve endings, automatically it starts biting because now the sugar start having a, re- a metabolic reaction. And that reaction is to start biting on that uh, nervous tissue that is inside, the, uh, inside your gums. So now when you have a honey, that's what happens. Now that's especially if you have tooth decay, not so much with uh, uh, infections and with a loose tooth, no, but if it's got to do with broken filings, receding gums or tooth decay, that is the time that you should not put any honey in your mouth directly because you will have a, a, a severe, how can I say, pains, uh, toothache will become even more intense. Uncle Shivai? Okay, you make a lot of sense there. So receding gum lines and all that because uh, the nerves of your, the whole system there is uh, being exposed. So anything, anything sweet, hey, even a lack of chocolate, like the one you like, you like your lint. But you okay. You Let me look at your gum, mm, your teeth. Perfect, you so. Yeah, perfect, not one missing. So you are lucky you can have it all. Mm, mine, one came out. And you know what? I went to a dentist. You know what he did here, Yusuf? He said, oh, Mr. Khan, you need to come and polish your tooth uh, or your teeth, uh, you know, every three months. Guess what he did to me? He kept on polishing. Every time he polished, he made it looser and looser. Now, one by one, is falling off. And I just looked at him and I said, why did you do that? My kids told me never to do this. And you forced me to come do it every three months. You loosen all my... Uh, my, 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 look at this one tooth and two tooth. And uh, what's your thoughts on going and having it polished by your den- dentist every three months, uh, Yusuf? Well, because you find I don't recommend so many times. I do recommend maybe, maybe uh, every six months or maybe every year going to your doctor, uh, to your dentist and finding out how to, what's the condition of your feet, of your teeth. And uh, also uh, if you need to have it polished. Uh, polishing, uh, uh, you are stripping the enamel. Um, if you're done uh, incorrectly, it can damage the enamel and uh, making the enamel more weaker. And that's when uh, you have your tooth decay and uh, that's because of the enamel being damaged. Your enamel needs to have um, uh, needs to be thick in order to bite through what we usually eat. And sometimes people even eat the bones of the chicken. So, so you need strong uh, strong teeth. Now, when we uh, polish our teeth too much, that's besides uh, us. 
uh, individuals um, brushing our teeth uh, vigorously every morning and that will also uh, damage the enamel from our teeth and also damage and cause uh, tooth decay. So it's very important that we look at a, a balanced method of uh, um, treating our teeth and uh, how we treat our teeth is very important. Uh, too much polishing can cause that uh, tooth decay to be exacerbated and increases the risk of, uh, 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 as you're saying, loose, loose tooth or broken. Even if you have filings, it will, it will damage the filings even further. Um, you see, the filing in itself is strong. That is That, that will stay there. But because the rest of the enamel is not getting the, uh, the proper circulation it needs, uh, which is the calcium that it needs us to build up itself, um, what happens is that uh, the enamel on its own, on the tooth, will disappear, will decay, not the, uh, not the filing. So um, if you have filings, you need to be extra careful not to polish those uh, because uh, the rest that tooth is actually dead. And now because there's no proper circulation going to that tooth and uh, not getting enough vitamins and ions and uh, getting the calcium it needs to build itself up, that's uh, the problem. Uh, tooth decay will be inevitable. I'm pushing fine. You know, Yusuf, uh, you make a lot of sense. You know, you watch these, uh, a lot of people go to India because there's this Indian uh, physician. They say, now we'll take out something from this and put it into your gum line and we'll make sure that your receding gum lines can uh, regrow and so forth. So a lot of people running to India getting treatments like that. But it's a natural process and uh, people getting older, it has to recede, it goes that. You know, people embrace... Uh, their teeth coming out and, uh, you know, uh, they even smile, some of them, but some of them would like to put false tooth. But you as a herbalist and a, you know, someone that gives a, a, a holistic and a natural um, uh, remedy, what would you suggest? Hey, it's coming out, embrace it, celebrate it. Or would you say, hey, go and put some false uh, teeth on or go and have a, tra- I mean, the transplant alone, I think, what they charge you, five grand a tooth or something like that, are you so? Yes, Uncle Shafar, crowning is very expensive. Um, uh, the thing is, when we are looking at uh, uh, helping and assisting the teeth to regrow, unfortunately, neutralizers um, uh, is very difficult. It's not to say that you can uh, regrow your teeth or um, uh, make your teeth, uh, how can I say, revitalize and better. Or your, or your gum line. Yeah, you can't. Uh, about the gum line, yes, you can improve gum line, but the teeth in itself, no. Uh, so what what do you do? Do you then remove the tooth if if there is tooth? Okay, yes, you have to because it will cause infection. When you start uh, developing severe pains, uh, like the person explained earlier, that they have honey and then they have uh, severe uh, toothache, then they have to remove that tooth. Unfortunately, because that tooth is now bad. Um, unless they go to to the uh, to the dentist, they said no. You can still do a filing and go for that. Uh, then you can still maintain your tooth. Uh, but if they can't save the tooth, it needs to be removed. What they need to do is first check how the condition of the tooth. And today um, uh, uh, they have awesome uh, technology at the moment where they do X-rays to your teeth and then they were able to um, pinpoint what is the problem. And besides the X X-ray. They also have um, methods of detecting uh, 
uh, your tooth, uh, um, a quality of your tooth, uh, the, the, uh, the integrity of your tooth, and they can determine, well, if we can save it, uh, it's the best route. Or they will tell you, no, unfortunately, the decay is so bad, it's into your root, we have to remove. Uh, if not, it will be a root canal. So very important is first to determine your tooth, uh, the condition of your tooth. And uh, as I said, the technology is there, the doctors are awesome, uh, the dentists are awesome now at the moment doing that. Now, once it's discovered there is a problem, remove. But if it's not, then do something about it. But now looking at the, the issue where you have a problem with gum infection. Now, with gum infection, it affects all the teeth. And uh, you have then either there is a... So <coughs> Mark. Mark, sorry for that. Uh, no, yourself. Wait, wait. I've got something for you. Chamomile. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's your chamomile tea. There's some uh, raw honey Barbara. there. There's it. Barbara. Hey, it Barbara. did the job. Go ahead. Jazakallah, for that. I needed that. Yes, Jazakallah, Uncle Shafat. Yes, Uncle Shafat. So, looking at the, you have to follow certain steps. It's not just to say, okay, remove the tooth. No, look at the quality of the teeth. Can the teeth be saved? Yes, the teeth can be saved, or the tooth can be saved. Then, but as explaining, when it's gum disease and it becomes more prevalent and more common, now then the doctors advise would advise look here. You are having constantly infection. Infection is constant in your in your gums. We have to remove the teeth. Then you take that advice. But if it's not necessary, why do it? Well, I got a dentist friend. I got quite a few, by the way. Yeah, he told me he's got this technology you talk about. And I said, hey, you know, doc, make a plan, you know, give me an x-ray and all that. He said, yeah, if you got a medical aid, come and check me. So I said, hey, what kind of me this is? I thought he'd say, don't worry, you know, <laughs> we, we know each other, we'll make a plan. I said, hey, COD. He said, no, 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 come with a medical aid. We check it out. And yeah, so I caught on then. And I spoke to another professor, you know, who lectures at uh, one of the universities in dentistry and so forth. And he told me that some of the people that are sued the most in the medical field are the dentists, Yusuf. Did you know about that? No, I didn't, Uncle. Yeah. Hey, a lot of problems happen when you, you go to the dentist. But anyway, we'll leave it at that. The dentist told me if I got a medical aid, and I can tell you I don't have a medical aid, so I won't be seeing him. Well, uh, Yusuf, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at a message from Asif uh, Sayed, and he says, Assalamu alaikum. Really enjoying the program uh, this evening. I must tell... Uh, Dr. Yusuf Mali, that I get a headache now and then, so I go and buy some over-the-counter painkillers uh, that often relieves my headache, and uh, that is uh, when I feel better. But I want to know from Yusuf, are there any um, natural remedies uh, for headaches? Please, uh, Yusuf, uh, tell me what I can do naturally. Yusuf, I think you you touched on it, but uh, just to make Asif uh, say happy, uh, what can you give him a natural remedy? Well, as you, as, as you just said, now I have uh, um, uh, broke it down and explained exactly what is necessary. But uh, you can also use valerian root. Now, valerian root is much more stronger than uh, um, uh, uh, the chamomile. But chamomile has been used for, for I mean, throughout the ages uh, from Imhotep, which is uh, supposed to be the god from uh, Egypt. From that time already, between about 3,000 years uh, B.C., before uh, before Nabi Isa until now, um, it's been used uh, throughout the ages. So chamomile is uh, the recommended one because it doesn't is not so strong as valerian root, but valerian root is even stronger 
So, but if you just make that recipe that I do recommend making, which is with the rooibos teas, because the rooibos in itself is South African uh, flavor. And uh, uh, you always look at what is available in your region, what is uh, um, uh, locally, not something that's uh, available internationally. Now, look, then uh, when you have severe nervous, uh, uh, nerve damage, then you have to look at something that's internationally. For example, if you're looking at uh, the mushrooms like um, uh, ganoderm, uh, reishi, um, lion's mane, these are help with uh, peripheral neuropathy and helps with uh, nerve damage. So using those mushrooms correctly, and um, it automatically helps and assist. Now, then you also have those individuals that say, but you know what? I like CBD. I, pre- I like the cannabis, and it works. And so, subhanAllah, you, uh, 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 in 2014, I had to do an extensive study with, uh, with, uh, with cannabis and co- contacted various islands about it in, uh, up to Egypt. And he said that you only use it when necessary. You don't use it any other time. So, subhanAllah. Then, uh, then you have the individual that said, no, I don't want to use that. What else is there? Well, subhanAllah, um, I've made waters, the uh, uh, saffron water with uh, various different types of anti-inflammatories uh, like your bay leaves, which is extremely good. So you can make your own um, a botanical, uh, how can I say, uh, pain reliever. And subhanAllah, there is a lot that you can do. So um, that's what I've done. And that's my study of understanding what else can you do besides using the strong ones? And because the strong ones, like valerian root, is strong, but there is side effects to it also that you have to worry about. And that can cause trigger vomiting and nauseousness, blood, blood vision. These are things that you need to worry about if you take too much valerian root. So look at what alternatives are there. So therefore, I do recommend uh, making the rooibos teas, like in the waters that I make, the saffron waters, which has 30 different herbs in it um, to help with uh, uh, not uh, not only with inflammation, but also help with pain as well. So you have pain relief, you have help with migraines and headaches. SubhanAllah, um, a very good uh, a combination that I've made and it works very well. Uncle Shafat. Jazakallah for that, Yusuf. As I look at Ahmadi's message, he says, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Brother Shafaz Ahmad Khan and Yusuf Mali. I do find Yusuf Mali's voice very soothing. Is he a radio presenter or what? Yes, Ahmadi, you're absolutely right. He's also a talk show host on many other platforms and mashallah. But we got him as an expert here in his field of natural remedy and so forth. And he wants to know, Brother Yusuf Mali, why won't my headache go away? I've tried everything under this earth, but nothing seems to help. Why? Tell me why, Brother Yusuf. Uh, how do you answer Amadi there, Yusuf? SubhanAllah. Uh, what he needs to do is go to his uh, physician first and understand, is it a migraine? And then uh, they will, uh, he needs to uh, do a migraine panel test. Oh, that's a genetic test to determine that... Um, uh, exactly how bad or um, uh, how related is his uh, migraine to his uh, as an inherited uh, disease. Now, there is 47 different gene panels that includes assessment of non-coding variants that will be able to determine the addition, what is the problem and what is not. What is, uh, where is there deficiency and where is where there's not. Now, uh, let me put it in layman's term. You have a deficiency in the brain. 
And deficiency in the brain is a lack of glucose. And that glucose that you're having to the brain is limited. So what is necessary is to have improved that, not by increasing sugars, by increasing healthy foods. Switch, uh, switch your diet that you have. I'm sure you're not having a good diet. The diet uh, is either um, a takeaway diet or I would say a filthy diet, a dirty diet. Uh, the takeaway diets are very very troublesome. Um, uh, if you at least have, uh, 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 you see, uh, out of the week, you have five days of good, healthy eating, looking at two days of dirty diet. Now, I don't recommend it, but if you look at the worst case scenario, that is what you need to have minimum five days of good, wholesome food every day and to improve blood flow, improve uh, oxygenation, improve um, energy to the brain, and that's where it's necessary. So very importantly, he needs to, if he, if he can, he can make contact with me. I will be able to determine and advise him what he needs to do. Or maybe also um, uh, consult and uh, tell him exactly what treatment of mine will work for him, inshallah. I mean, Jazakallah khaira for that, Yusuf. As we know, you are quite popular here on the slot, and Allah bless you. Looking at the next message from Iqbal, he says, Jazakallah khaira, Brother Shafat Ahmad Khan, for bringing in Yusuf Mali on a regular basis. Uh, everyone enjoys him. I want to tell Yusuf that I get my headaches getting worse and worse, but when I go for the over-the-counter pain medication, that doesn't even work on me. I find that it's affecting my work, it's affecting uh, many other aspects of my life and I don't know what to really do because I have to work and uh, uh, this tablets thing is also uh, a waste of money. How you respond to Iqbal, uh, Yusuf? I already uh, sympathize with him. SubhanAllah, may Allah make it easy, may Allah grant him she find vitamin, inshallah, I mean, SubhanAllah. Uncle Shafat, um, he mentioned work not once, but three times, and that means there's stress involved. Now, perhaps the biggest culprit of all uh, migraines is stress, and stress is a trigger for about 70% of the people with migraines, and one study revealed that 50 to 70% of people have a significant association between the daily stress levels and the daily migraine activity. So there is a, there is a connection between how often you are um, uh, affected by either your daily stresses. It, uh, uh, you see, when you have a problem already with migraine and you have been diagnosed with a migraine pr uh, problem, now uh, it's not one stress that will affect you, it's multiple stresses that will affect you. Your stress, emotional st uh, work stress, emotional stress, marital stress, parental stress, all these stresses all come next. So now that's what Uncle uh, Brother Iqbal is suffering from. He, he could have too many at once and that's causing him to have that daily migraine act activity. So we need to then uh, look at uh, uh, changing uh, certain things, but I would say diet is the most important thing. And that's what I, t I, I focus on and that's what I uh, uh, advise on because subhanAllah, my treatment, I'm busy with migraine uh, uh, females with severe migraine. They came to me and said, subhanAllah, I can't sleep at night. My migraine is so severe. I, uh, I vomit and sometimes there was even blood. I said, blood, then you have to be careful. You need to go to your doctors, uh, uh, see where it came from. It could be a sinus rupture. It couldn't be anything. 
So you must just be, uh, 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 it can be a blood vessel that, uh, uh, imp- that's very important. So did you have any problem with uh, um, vertigo afterwards? Did you have any problem? So we had to consult further and uh, uh, realizing the condition, um, uh, using then uh, a proper, uh, uh, detox which uh, uh, I recommended and within uh, that three month period Alhamdulillah up till today they, they are pain free they don't have any migraines and that's five years later and so subhanAllah um, uh, uh, the, uh, these are things that uh, we must understand We our body goes through so much of stresses and it builds up and it builds up and it builds up and it becomes uh, a vicious uh, monster so unless we detox and clean that it uh, uh, then we faced with this monster and this monster can be debilitating and this unfortunately what brother Igbo is going through so we want to um, uh, de-monster him inshallah I mean so with the Quran of Allah uh, very importantly ask Allah for Shifa because only Allah will grant him that inshallah Uncle Shifa I mean, uh, Iqbal, uh, Jazakallah khair. Really, the listeners are driving us uh, this evening, Yusuf. Brilliant to see such a mashallah response coming through. Anonymous sister says, uh, Dr. Yusuf uh, Mali, I usually get uh, migraine on one side of my head, but it uh, throbs. And uh, I want to know from you, why is it uh, that uh, when I uh, do some breathing exercises in the morning, that is the only time it goes away? Please, uh, advisor. That's a very. Uh, uh, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm intrigued with that question, uh, Yusuf. What about you? Oh, Subhanallah, Uncle. Uh, like I explained when I started off, the problems with migraine is one of two things: circulation. And the other one is energy. Now, circulation includes oxygenation. Now, oxygenation is uh, where your blood flow that going to the brain, there's enough oxygenation in it. So when you're having oxygenation starvation in the brain, that is when you start also having migraines. So uh, that's part of the nutrition. So now you need to have enough oxygenation. And uh, the brain is the biggest consumer of oxygen in the brain, uh, in the body. Uh, the, uh, the brain is the highest consumer of glucose in the body. So if we look at those two elements, which needs to be maintained regularly, and uh, if it's not maintained regularly, then you have an issue. Now, you see, uh, the, uh, when we look at our normal activity, we have shallow breathing. We don't have deep breathing. Now, uh, um, this uh, scientific study that's, that has also revealed much of our exhalation have approximately 70% oxygenation in it. So we relieve, uh, we, you, we, how can I say, expel unused oxygen. So then we only have about 30% of oxygenation that's in the body. We need to shallow breathing. Now, if we do heavy breathing or deep breathing, and automatically we are forcing more oxygenation to the brain and oxygenation throughout the body. So automatically you're assisting. So a lot of people say, but now if I use oxygenated tablets, if I go into a uh, oxygen chamber, hyperbaric chamber, I feel so much better. Well, uh, there's also risk with both. And you must be careful with with everything. Um, uh, so therefore, it's very important that you uh, give that me time, like you said earlier, that me time where you breathe well, you go in salah and you breathe well. It's not just about up and down, kiss the ground. It's not salah. You need to 
perform salah and have communication with Allah. And in your communication, you mustn't rattle it off and Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. No, you need to speak to Allah because you are speaking to Allah in a tone that you're showing respect. And that is where deep breathing and slow breathing is important. So when you're breathing and in your salah and you are uh, uh, communicating with Allah, subhanAllah, you will feel that relief in the brain, you will feel that relief in the tension that you had, subhanAllah, you feel relief all over. So may Allah grant you that uh, hidayah of understanding, but then also grant you that shifa, inshallah. Shifa? Inshallah, Yusuf, uh, looking at a message from Brother Imtiaz, he says, uh, uh, Yusuf Mali, please advise me. I've been getting uh, this headache uh, from lighty days and I kept on taking grandpa. I can tell you it has mm-hmm. helped me, but my uh, fear is I just don't want to know what are the side effects. And so far, so good. I'm still, every time when I get that attack coming, you know what I do? I call on my grandpa. Okay, how you respond to him, there, Yusuf? Subhanallah, Uncle. Uh, looking at uh, Grandpa, Subhanallah, it's uh, uh, <laughs> um, put it like this. Uh, it's not a good uh, recommendation, even though it's been used for throughout the ages. But we're looking at uh, the. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of benefits. Uh, people are saying, but ah, uh, you know what? It helps you with my headaches. It helps me with uh, 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 not only headache symptoms, but uh, uh, um, my moods. It helped me with uh, my toothaches, my colds, my flu, uh, because uh, it contains aspirin, paracetamol, and caffeine. Now, that is what you find inside your grandpa. Now, if we know that combination, aspirin and paracetamol, one is a blood thinner, other one is a pain reliever, other one is now the caffeine. Now, the caffeine is the one that uh, uh, gives you that high, I feel liquor now, I feel better now, because uh, that is what the body, uh, body needed at that moment. But if you have too much, you have nauseous, vomiting, anorexia, uh, abnormal pain, it may persist for a week or even more. And that you need to be worried about when especially busy with uh, uh, what's the name uh, grandpa so uh, for it's okay with uh, re- uh, symptoms of uh, mild or moderate uh, pain and relief uh, but uh, fever such as headaches toothaches and colds it's fine but if you're going something further uh, we have a, a symptomatic relief of mild to moderate pain I don't recommend that um, uh, but uh, uh, well if it becomes cr- uh, uh, chronic uh, like he's having it chronic over the years, he need to speak to his doctor. He need to consult and see what uh, is the problem. Maybe do a, a CBC, do a blood count, and uh, uh, be able to then check, okay, what is the problem? Is there a deficiency? Um, looking at all these different levels, his, um, uh, uh, his uh, blood uh, composition, uh, is it good? Is it wholesome? And understand his condition from there. Shepa? Now you get this, uh, you know, media propaganda, and you get this, uh, this uh, thing what we spoke about now. You know, grandpa, you see it from lighty days. I mean, we must have grown our grandfathers. Maybe our great grandfathers saw this on the billboards and so forth. Um, you know, psychologically it pre- prepares you, and maybe just by looking at the label, and if you got that uh, paper there with the grandpa in it, hey, you get better before you even have it. Uh, the psychological effect, uh, Yusuf. Yes, Uncle Shafat, it is. Um, uh, we put it like this, uh, 90% of all um, relief is mind. If your mind uh, tells you that this is going to help me, 
then uh, it's going to work. So it's mind over matter. So it is where you decide and confirm that, inshallah, this is going to grant me relief. It's going to grant me relief. But now if, you, if you're taking it and you're experiencing the mild symptoms, but you overlook it, then you only look at the benefits. And that's what many people do. Now, there was a few experimentations and people were sharing it with uh, like with grandpa. And when they heat grandpa up, it becomes a sticky glue. Now, that sticky glue um, uh, is also toxic. Now, what happens in the tummy? The heat is excessive high, excessively high in the tummy. So because you must understand, the tummy is our burning, um, it is our furnace, and it needs to burn up all the food and process the foods and everything. So what happens to the uh, um, to grandpa as well? The, um, I'm not going to go into further logistics and understanding, but I want people just to be careful with the grandpa because it can be addictive and it can be dangerous as well. Uncle Shafai? Sir Yusuf, uh, making a lot of sense there, and uh, beware of the addiction, and you know it can have uh, repercussions. Also, Yusuf, uh, I must tell you, really great evening in your company. Uh, we also have to thank all the listeners for sending in the, the questions. They're really adding to a vibe. Allah bless you, and Allah keep you for this. Uh, perhaps your parting words before I let you go. Subhanallah, May Allah guide us and protect us from all um, all threats, domestic and alien. Domestic is internal and alien is something that is outside our body and something we're not used to. So may Allah guide us and protect us from that. And a lot of times we think alien, we think about thinking about outer space. No. If we understand that uh, many viruses, many bacteria, fungals are all alien to us and that can affect us and hurt us. So may Allah guide us and protect us from all those things that are alien and those that are domestic that can even be cancer. So subhanAllah, if you find there is a problem, Speak to your and consult with your doctor. Go to your doctor, tell him, I don't feel well. If you have a problem with a medication that was issued to you, go to your doctor, tell them, Look here, I have a problem. This, uh, uh, I, I got the symptoms, I got this headache, I've got this uh, side effect. What should I do? They will give you a generic, they will give you something that will be uh, better for you. But the minute you stick it out and say, No, I will take it, and because the doctor gave it, and uh, 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 and then you become more and more sick. That is a time um, uh, you can actually cause, uh, that can cause iatrogenic disease. Uh, iatrogenic diseases are diseases called, uh, uh, death caused by the, um, wrong medication. So looking at uh, um, uh, the levels of iatrogenic diseases throughout the world, you must be very careful you are taking the right medication. So consult with your doctor regularly. Go to them and tell them, look here, this is how I feel. This Is this normal? Is this okay? Then they will give you the advice what's necessary from there. But for me, Yusuf Mali, I say shukran for you for the opportunity to be with you, Uncle Shafan. May Allah guide us, protect us, inshallah. I mean, may Allah grant us a, a good health and iman and taqwa, inshallah. I mean, and especially for this beautiful month of Rabi al-Awwal, subhanallah, the month of the blessed Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, may we become his ambassadors. May we be the uh, pinnacle of good behavior and good understanding and be the benefit for the whole ummah, inshallah. I mean, from me, Yusuf Mali, shukran for the opportunity. Until we chat again soon, until then, Uncle Shafat, ma'as-salama, ila al-iqa. Yeah, to our Yusuf Mali, wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, and jazakallah khaira for gracing the platforms of uh, Marka Sahaba, the voice of the Allah Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Unfortunately, we couldn't do a tooth and earaches. 
So, inshallah, Yusuf will be booked for that soon. But as I said, it's you, the listeners, that drive the show. Time for us to go for the Isha Zan, and inshallah, we will continue after that.